Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and this is the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Thank you for listening. And today I have another author and also have a mama here um, on the podcast today. And her name is Sophia Bella Roma. And she is a mom, uh, first and foremost. And she quotes, being a mom to my son is my most important job. Um, Bella, uh, Sophia Bella Roma is also a lawyer in North Carolina. Uh, she has been practicing law since 2009. And she was first licensed to practice law in Massachusetts and then went on to become uh, licensed in North Carolina. So, you know, she's well-versed. And then uh, her new book, uh, Mother Knows Worst, is uh, Sophia's debut novel. The book tackles common problems in relationships and takes on mother-in-law drama with a quirky point of view. Sophia knows firsthand about difficult relationships since she has been practicing law as a divorce attorney. She has a love for the arts and enjoys making people laugh. Please welcome Sophia Bella Roma to the podcast. Thank you so much. Well, well, what, what a career and what a turn of events that is. We were just chatting before we hopped on that lawyer, novelist. That's crazy. It uh, makes my life interesting, right? <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Um, so before we jump in, I like to ask everyone, um, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? So mine is a cookie memory because I'm a type one diabetic, so I don't get to eat cookies, but definitely I am such a plain Jane chocolate chip for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do you get to make them with your kiddo? Yes, I do. And he's allergic to peanut butter. So, oh, and, so we just omit peanut butter, but, um, but he can at least eat the cookies, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> the best food though. You know, I would just be so upset if I was allergic it, to peanut butter. It's hard on him. It really is hard on little guy for sure. Is it just peanut butter or is it peanuts? It's peanuts only. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, so good. every yeah, every other nut is cool, but peanuts, not, not a good day. Oh, man. Well, what a bummer. Well, there's there's other things. Cashew butter is good, too. So, hey, you know, <laughs> not that on that. Um, so tell us, this is your first novel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, you write about mother-in-law drama. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about that in your experience. Or did sure. you bring so into the writing? I did. I absolutely brought my own um, story into the writing, but you know, um, real life can be mundane and boring. So I, I amped it up and, and I had fun with it. Um, but I, I, what I tried to do was show these two um, cultures colliding and the journey that that relationships take. So that you have a, an Italian girl and a guy from India and when those cultures collide, the issues, I mean, what happens, the love, the differences in how love is perceived and how relationships are perceived. And, um, and I tried to give it a quirky kind of 
funny spin. So um, hopefully the readers laugh. I've um, it's it, it was a real it was a fun write um, for sure, and um, the it's it's been well received. So I'm excited about that. I was expecting nothing to happen, you know, just kind of put a book out there and maybe one or two people would read it. And I've been pleasantly surprised. It's it like has won two awards. And so I was really, really, really excited about that. Um, And then it was a bestseller in four places on Kindle. And so I was like, whoa, I just thought nothing was going to happen. And and, uh, so it's been it's been really exciting and and fun. So what made you want to write a book? Because it seems like your 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 legal background. So you went to law school. Um, There's a lot of writing that goes into legal things. But what made you want to write? A book. So what most people don't know about me <laughs> is before um, my legal career, I was in New York City and I was um, writing with a, a friend of mine who's a writer and we were writing, you know, different screenplays and just having fun with it. And I was into acting and, and those sorts of things. So when I went into the legal world, you know, sometimes you just, you, your creative side is like, and it was that was what was happening and it was literally torturing me night and day and so I was like I've got to I've just got to do this for me really is why I did it and um it was cathartic um you know and uh and I thought well I'm going to do this it'll be sort of like you know cathartic kind of fun take me through my divorce as mine was happening and just give me a self-expression basically yeah so um were were you married to the Indian counterpart? I was. Okay. Yeah. So actually, yeah, yeah, I was. He's he's actually we're actually very very close. He's very supportive of the book. Um, he was he uh, was like when I first started to write it, he came across it. He's like, wow, it's really good. And I was like, oh okay. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, but I hate the way I'm portrayed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Well, it's- it's based off fact. It's right, right. Interpretation, right? Right. Um, so, what's your um, age demographic for this novel? So, you know, it's interesting. When I first started, I thought it was going to be moms between like thirty-five and forty-five, but it's actually been all across the board. I've had really young fans, you know, eighteen, nineteen, who just really love it. To people who are 65 70 who are reading it I mean it's just been crazy so I don't know to be honest with you because you never you don't you put something out there and you don't know whether people are going to love it or hate it and what you know what they're going to like and so um it's been interesting because it's just been all over the place in all over the world people are responding so like that's been a little nuts too like I have some fans in Australia so I sent a surprise book over there and I didn't realize I had to pay tax so they sent it back to me I had to reset <laughs> oh no ah. well it's funny on like it's interesting for like pod like my podcast I did it because I was actually just didn't want to write I didn't feel like writing a blog and figuring out how to do that so I was like podcasting seems cool didn't seem too hard and then like I get charts every week and I'll get pleasantly surprised that it was like number five in the Philippines and it was, you know, going up and down the charts there and now it's shooting back up and then, you know, Australia. And so you don't know who's picking it up and who's hearing it. You're just 
episodes and hoping someone likes it. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. It's just crazy how it works. Mm -hmm. So how did you, when you want to like, if you're talking to someone who's like always thinking about writing a book, right? Because we're always like, oh, I should write a book one day, but you have no idea. Like, did you write the book and then try to find a publisher? So I had the idea for the book and I had, um, it was, it was serendipitous. I had a friend who uh, was, is a marketer and she said, oh, I have a friend who wrote a book. I'm going to introduce you to them. So we went out and we had lunch. He asked me what the book was about. And I told him, he's like, oh my God, my publisher is going to love that. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, he's from India. He's going to love it. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. So I spoke to the publishers and they were like, we love it. Um, So then they asked me to um, submit a um, outline of sort of where I was thinking it would go. And I did. And then they sent me my, my contract and then I was under, I had to write the book. So yeah. yeah. By a certain time. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, yeah. And to be fair, I went over my time because I was like, you know, juggling my career, my book, a divorce. So it took me, it was supposed to be done in a year, but it took me 18 months. I mean, Hey, you know, <laughs> divorces are, I just finished one myself. So yeah. I think it's going to be quick and it just keeps on going and going yes. and going. And then when it's over, it's still going. So, you know, it's one of those things that never ends. So right. you have to ask for grace where you can, because it's just, unless you've been through one, you really don't know. You really don't know. And I know that That's you're right. an attorney and your divorce attorney as well. So, you know, but unless it's you, right. Cause it's always handling other clients. Um, I wrote a chapter for a book and all I had to do was write it. There were some deadlines and they just said like, yeah, start your chapter by, by this and this time. And so I wrote a chapter and sent it. So that's as close as I've been to in a book. That's and awesome. New, that's it's no problem parenting is yeah. a guide. And it's like 25 of us and we all have a, have a chapter. That's awesome. I mean, I, I was like, well, this is kind of cool. Um, it's interesting, the whole process. And so writing a novel, how, like, how much do you put into your creative side versus like real life? Or did you try and just base it off of real or just like roughly? Right. So I based it off of reality um, and then added, um, and, and my sense of humor is a little dark and a little quirky, so <laughs> fire beware, but um and then I added that sense of humor into it because otherwise I felt like it would, I didn't want it to be dramatic. I wanted it to, I wanted the reader to laugh. Um, some readers get really pissed when they read it. They're like, this is, I was so mad at the mother-in-law. Oh my God, she just made me rage out. And I was like, oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, overall, like, there, you know, some of the stuff I think um, is very relatable because, you know, we all have those relationships that cause drama and impact us. And when you're going through it, you don't necessarily see it. Right. And so some of the, some of the reviews have been, I wanted to smack the lead character Rose because how naive can you be? And I think that's true. Like from the outside looking in, how naive can you be? We tell our friends, right. But when you're going through it, duh, 
I mean, aside from somebody hitting you over the head, you just don't get it when you're in it. You just it's don't. Reality. It's reality. It's what you're used to. It's what you know. It looks right. funny on the outside. And then it's like, when you get out and you have some foresight, you're like, oh yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So I do think, um, and then I think couples that, you know, women who have specifically women who have been in interracial relationships really relate relate to it because they do understand those cultural differences but writing that book was hard because I didn't want to um come across not like I didn't want it to be where I was bashing one culture over or another I wanted to be respectful of both cultures what was being bashed was how the characters handle the situation within those within those cultures not necessarily the culture right which I was going to ask that was my next question is how did you toe the line with because I'm sure that's a gentle very like fine line between trying to um, speak about or write about an instance and you're bringing the culture in to the book because I'm sure there's some humor around it I like to think like big fat Greek wedding like that's over the top Greek like they're just being overly stereotypical but it's funny because characters make it funny but you don't want to be offensive because you don't want to pin that one culture into that one little you know right right because not everyone is like that but it's you might see some uh commonality in in some right right and that's right and so that's that's exactly what I tried to do and it is over the top like in some instances like my that's funny you say that like my big I didn't even think of it like that Greek wedding it is over the top like that in some respects but you don't want to be cruel about it also you know realize I have a son out of this marriage who's going to read this and um I've got to be sensitive to him as well and how he may take it because he's going to recognize some of the people in the story yeah and I don't want to create any hardship there or hard feeling. So I think it was, it was a balance for me. Um, and hopefully, um, when the reader reads it, you know, I hate one person or I hate this, you know, I hope it's more like, oh, wow, that I get that journey. I get how that mother influenced this. I get how this friend was an influencer in this relationship, because that's, that's our reality, right? I, I have a relationship. I tell my best friend and then my best friend goes, ew, is, is that all he did? And then you're like, hmm. And then, you know, you go to your mom and she's like, well, why did, why did he, you know, and then it, those things build up and they do, even if it's, I call it, you know, I don't say it in the book like this, but I call it planting the seed, you sort of plant the seed. And then it can be a great seed or it can be poisonous seed. Yeah. And so I wanted to take the reader through that. For sure. Cause you have to really watch and that's with anything, like what kind of information you share, because if it's just like an argument or something and then you bring it to you, like your mom's attention, then of course it's, Hey, whatever happened with that? And you're like, Oh God, that was like nothing, no big deal. Right. right. But it's now being brought up again. And then you're like, Oh, now I've just kind of soiled it a little bit. But then if it is big and you don't say anything, then it's like, well, why didn't you ever say anything? You know? Right. Right. And it's that balance. And it's also the, you know, it's, it's also the balance of, you know, culturally where you set boundaries up. 
It's mm-hmm. not okay to, you know, talk to me this way, or it's not okay to, but in this way. And so I think all of those things as well, you know, come into play um, in this, in this book, it is definitely a immersive full marriage experience where you're kind of, everybody says they feel like they're reading a journal or, or something, but it's, uh, you know, and then it's funny. Yeah. Um, and how old is your son now? So he's going to be 10. Okay. I same age as my, my oldest is going to be 10 at the end of the year. And I've got an eight and a six-year-old as well. Um, so I totally get the age too. They get, um, they make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. They see way more than we think they see. They do. Yes. They can read now because they're nine. So you have to, you know, you know, if you're basing it off a of real life, then you really have to just toe that line a little bit because it will come it's kind of almost like anything like social media, that's all going to be out there for someone to see later or, right. you know, videos or pictures. So it's all the same. It's just now you're writing about experiences. And so at least you're making light and, and making, putting some humor to it. Uh, yeah. You know, and you don't, like I said, you know, you don't want to insult anybody or the, you know, you hope, you hope not to, though I, I have insulted yeah. certain members and they were not um, pleased. And I feel bad about that because that was not my intention. It was my intention um, to, to kind of explore a relationship for the reader in a, in a comedic fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for those who, uh, for listeners that want to pick up a copy or, or read it, cause it's very intriguing and I want to read it. It's my, <laughs> I mean, Hey, um, I always like to know too, if it's based off of real people, um, it is. Yeah. lots and lots of authors here. Um, one sticks out and comes to mind is Aaron Blaby. He was the author of the bad guys. Um, so I interviewed him. It was like the week of the movie premiere and we were talking about that. And, um, he says that he constantly gets asked who he bases his characters off of. And he's like, that was me. Like people will come up and be like, was that me? Was that me? He's like, no, but I guess I could. So knowing who you're basing them off probably makes it a bit easier than having like a question. Like, is that like, if you're just writing a book and your friends find out, you're like, is that me? Yeah. And one of my friends was like, I'm not in the book. And I was like, well, I didn't know you when this was happening, but I'll put you in the next one. Because what's, what's so funny is I, in all my writing past and the stuff that I'm writing now that I'm hope, you know hoping to publish as well, is I do, you meet somebody, whether it's you on the podcast and you're like, oh, I really, I could use this from her, that from her, you know, and then people read it and they're like, hmm. and I'm like, why, yes, it was you. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Because people are interesting, you know? Yeah, no, people are nosy. Everyone's nosy. We are by nature nosy and everyone wants to know, even if we say we don't, of course we do. And that's just what it is. Honestly, my uncle um, has been writing books and he's like on a sixth or seventh one it's very not like when we read it I was like I I don't think I can read anymore it's very like he's a teacher or a retired teacher now but like it's like pirates cannibalism crazy crazy stuff and I'm like what like you 
you were like, it was weird. And, and my, even his brother, who's my dad is like, ah, like it's nuts. Have you read his most recent book? I'm like, no, that's my funny. Like, They're so gross. I can't read them. I'm like, it's interesting on where people pull things to write about when you're just like that, like, I don't even know where you would come up with that unless it was like from a movie and something because imagination can go grow wild. And I have not read the rest, but, um, my dad has read them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I had, a, I had a friend years ago. Um, he unfortunately passed away, but he was a, a novelist and, um, he put my, he put me in a book, um, and used my real name and then spelled my first name. So I saw it in the book and I was like, he, by the way, he murders me. Oh God. Right. And I was like, you, you spelled my first name wrong, you jerk. And he's like, oh, I always did that. And I was like, you're a jerk. And you killed me. It was like, it was a good kill. That's why I did it. It was a good, solid kill. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to play this in real life? Like, I, I know. I was scared. like, what's going on with you? But it was my mom. She was so mad at him. She didn't talk to him for the. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's just like, all up to interpretation or where people want to take it. Um, I think it's really fascinating. Um, good for you for writing a book and going out on the women and being so successful and with the awards and everything. So thank you so much. Another you. One? I am, I am working on the sequel to this one. I think the readers are going to be mad at me, but you know, we do like to kill our people in the book. So we do. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, so I, um, I, uh, might have to kill off somebody that they like. So we'll see. But did anybody actually get killed in real life or that's just the creative spin on it? So I can't speak to the first book because it would ruin the ending, but, um, but, uh, the ending was, um, quite real. Oh, that's all I'll say Okay. about the ending of the book that is published. Yes. The one that is published currently. It's a true. Yes. yes. Mother knows worst is a true ending interesting now I'm really gonna go and get a copy well I can send you one you just have to shoot me an email where to send it and I'll I'll send you one it'll be my it'll be my uh thank you for having me I had so much fun and I got to think about eating chocolate chip cookies (laughs) right absolutely well I will definitely send that info your way um and where can the readers find it you said anywhere books are sold yeah, um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Barnes and Noble in Greensboro, North Carolina has been gracious enough to put it on the shelf. So you don't just have to, uh, buy it, um, online, but, um, books a million, um, local bookstores in Charlotte, North Carolina, like editions and, um, well, editions is in Kannapolis, but, uh, Park Road's out there. They are also selling it. So, but yeah, every Target, Walmart, they're all selling it. Very cool. And then we have all of the links in the show notes so they can follow you on Instagram. They can find your book. And But um, the most important thing is nobody's writing reviews. It's been a bestseller. I know over 2000 people are looking at this and nobody's writing reviews. I'm like, write a review. Okay. So when you send me the book, I will write a review. Cause it's very Please. difficult to get people to like, I want people to review the podcast. Obviously I want a five star right. review, but um, it's very difficult to get people because reviews will boost the book. will boost podcasts. will boost things in the right. ranking. No one understands that when we're asking you to rank it, it's to help. help right. Well, help. you know, I can't tell you how many people have bought the book 
because of one or two reviews that weren't good. And they were like, oh, well, that's probably why I would like it. So a review, whether it's good or bad, like, you know, sometimes I'll read a review and it'll be a one-star review and, I'll, and, I, and the reason that they list, I'm like, that's exactly why I'd want to go there or that's exactly why I'd want to visit it. So they help re- regardless. They just help. Absolutely. Sure. So if you're listening, go and rate and review her book, this this episode. I do prefer the five stars though. <laughs> we prefer five stars. Um, and you can five star it and even say, I wish blah, blah, blah. But you know, right. it helps. so please, if you're listening, go and do all the, all the reviews. It doesn't take but a minute. And so um, I encourage the listeners to go and get a copy of this book. Um, I will be sending you my address so you can send me one. Uh, I definitely will. Yeah, because it's very intriguing. And uh, please come back on the next book. I would love I to have absolutely you. will. Thank you. thank you so much for being here. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Go pick up a copy of Mother Knows Worst and uh, read the ending. Know it's real and uh, rate and review. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.